A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Your life becomes a masterpiece when you learn to master peace. Vex King. Hello, 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 friends, enemies, lovers, everyone in between. I hope you're having a good day and the day you deserve. Welcome to another episode of the This Is Stuart podcast, a podcast dedicated to exploring mental health, awareness, interpersonal development, fitness, becoming the best version of yourself through mindfulness and meditation. (laughs) I'm your host. Hi. Hey, this is Stuart. And today we're diving into the influence of fitness culture and the gym on cultivating a driven mindset. And this comes from, well, personal experience more than anything else. That's all I can ever really talk about, isn't it? (laughs) But I recently had an interaction with someone in the gym and they were like, you're here every day, just like me. Wow, we are so addicted to being here, aren't we? And we were having a bit of banter and talk and it, it kept mulling over in my head why are we so addicted to the gym? And it wasn't so much about being addicted to the gym as it was about being addicted to the sense of personal fulfillment. I mean, have you ever wondered why people often say they're addicted to the gym? It's not just about lifting weights and running on the treadmill, gaining weight, growing muscle, losing extra pounds to fit into a pair of pants, going to achieve a personal health goal or become better at a certain sport it's about feeling the accomplishment and self-improvement and validation from within from personal experience i didn't go to the gym for sport i actually i don't like sport to be honest much at all if ever i remember when i was younger my father and mother wanted me so badly to play hurling or 
um, Gaelic football. And I remember my father used to bring me to the community matches of hurling. And there was one day where I literally plonked my arse on the ground right beside the the stand, the seat I was sitting on, put my head on the seat and said, Dad, wake me up when it's over. And like I was at least nine to 11 years old doing this. He never brought me to another game. But I am a massive advocate for physical fitness. You see, the gym isn't just a place, especially for me, I can say, to work out. It's a sanctuary for finding fulfillment, whether it's setting new personal records, sculpting your body, or simply releasing those endorphins. It's all about a sense of achievement and the rush of dopamine and serotonin that keeps many of us going back there. And a lot of people like me probably started off in the gym to work on their health, but more so because they were in a very dark place. And to work on yourself rigorously, discipline, the sense of fulfillment, the release of serotonin and dopamine, the, en- the endorphins, that is what we were addicted to, feeling happy feeling good about ourselves. In today's age of social media, you know, we're bombarded with images of idolized body types and unattainable standards, and it's easy to fall into a trap comparing ourselves to others who carefully curate what they put out online. But let's delve deeper into the um, the phenomenon of being addicted to going to the gym, being a gym bra, being a gym bunny. To understand this better, I want to I want to look at probably three of the biggest influences in my life in terms of cultivating a lifestyle that became an addiction but was more so a way of being a pivotal role in the success of their overall lives. Arnold Schwarzenegger, C.T. Fletcher, and Mr. David Goggins. Schwarzenegger was an interesting, he's known as the Austrian Oak, a living legend in the world of fitness and bodybuilding, but he only became a global icon after facing his own battles with addiction. In his early years, he was driven by an insatiable desire to succeed and be accepted. He transitioned from a young Austrian bodybuilder to a Hollywood superstar and eventually served as governor of California. And his journey showcases the discipline and structure and goal setting inherent in fitness, but provided him the tools to conquer his addiction and also provided him the tools in order to navigate such different aspects and areas of one person's life. When have you ever heard of an international world-winning bodybuilder becoming the highest paid action star in history only then to go into government. C.T. Fletcher, again, what a phenomenal man. His incredible feats of strength and resilience. His life wasn't all about weights and muscle. He faced severe health issues growing up and addiction. Like, C.T.'s transformative journey from a heart transplant recipient to a power lifting legend is a testament to the transformative power of fitness. He found solace and purpose and a renewed sense of life through rigorous uh, physical exercise, demonstrating that the gym can be a sanctuary for healing and self-discovery. And who, who is going to carry the boats? Let's discuss David Goggins and we'll discuss Mr. Goggins in detail because I don't think on a good aspect 
or a bad one, I've resonated so much with this man's story. More so, the, the quote he always stems is, King of Excuses. David Goggins was a former Navy SEAL and ultra-endurance athlete, and his story is one of the most inspiring examples of mental fortitude because it's rooted in addiction. He battled obesity and depression. However, through an unwavering commitment to pushing his physical limits, he found a way to overcome his inner demons. Goggins ran ultra-marathons, completed feats of endurance, and... These seemed impossible, proving that the gym and physical challenges can be tools to cultivate an unbreakable mindset. These individuals, CT, David, Arnold, demonstrate that the gym isn't merely a place for physical exertion, it's a space for personal transformation, development for an unshakable mindset. They turned their addictions into passions and used fitness as a vehicle of self-improvement, proving that the pursuit of physical excellence can be a path for emotional and mental well-being. Mr. Goggins was a truly remarkable figure. He harnessed the power of fitness to transform his life, which honestly had had gone to absolute codswallop shit. Uh, he faced adversity. He became a Navy SEAL, then an ultra-endurance uh, athlete, then an author. He is now a motivational speaker who is constantly flying around the world giving talks and speeches and lectures. His life didn't start off in any way, shape, or form near fitness. In his early years, he battled severe health problems and obesity, and he lost nearly 300 pounds and was plagued with various health issues. This, I think, hits me more so for when I had a, a severe bout of my eating disorder whilst my father was trying to lose weight because he had severe health issues due to his addiction to food and his severe obesity. In his own words, the king of excuses. And I often uh, put shame on myself which I know I shouldn't, that the biggest thing that I have to being close to my father was the fact that we were both addicted to food. It's not something we are at all proud of, but we are both very happy we came out the other side much stronger. Alongside his physical struggles, David Goggins faced anger issues and struggled with mental health. This stemmed from emotional abuse as a child, a very traumatic childhood facing massive massive bouts of racism and violence his experiences left deep emotional scars something we all will get at some point in time but it is very hard to confront these scars to try and move past them and heal that inner child but this contributed to his anger issues as he grew up and his mental breakdowns he says his turning point was when he stumbled on an infomercial, uh, one of these old commercials. Um, I think it was like he he used to work night shifts um, doing pest control. And it was probably like a 3 a.m. advert that was on repeat constantly because, you know, the networks had stopped airing their shows and it was just ad after ad after ad. But he saw this commercial for the Navy SEALs and their training. And with relentless pursuit for excellence and mental toughness required for such a role, David decided to make a radical change. How many times have you said at 3 a.m., you know what, 
tomorrow's going to be a different day. I'm not going to be doom scrolling on my phone. I'm not going to stay awake so long. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to eat healthy. We will all start tomorrow. David did. Gog has embarked on this journey to become a Navy SEAL, one of the most grueling and mentally demanding training programs in the world. His sheer determination allowed him not only to lose a significant amount of weight, but to develop a mental fortitude necessary to overcome extreme physical exercises. And then he just happened, you know, like to just casually want to go on to do ultra endurance and break so many different records. He transitioned to the world of ultra endurance sports, running ultra marathons and setting new world records. His most famous achievement is completing a bad water ultra marathon. That is 135 miles, guys, in Death Valley. Scorching temperatures. He endured immense physical pain. He he often holds them like as pride of place, I'd say, on his mantelpiece if his wife would allow it. But his feet were destroyed from these. He cultivated an unbreakable mindset. It, his remarkable transformation all came from the mind. He did not start out like this at all. He started at the complete opposite end of the spectrum. He got up he took the first step and every time something knocked him back down he still got back up he crawled he walked he ran he confronted his past he overcame his mental struggles and rebuilt relationships with his family and now he's a major international motivational speaker and author today not only is he an accomplished athlete but he has sought to inspire others to overcome their own obstacles and cultivate their mindsets. His journey is a testament to the incredible power of fitness as a tool for personal growth and mental resilience. Often whenever I bash people saying, you know, like, get up, get active, it comes down to the fact that it's not a case of look at yourself in the mirror and think that you need to gain more muscle or lose weight. It's a case of knowing how strong your mind is to persist and in this digital age fitness culture has taken on a new dimension it it's essential to consider how much it impacts both the masculine and the feminine aspects of the human dynamic online platforms can manipulate our perceptions of what it means to be a man to be a woman to be healthy to be fit presenting it does give challenges and opportunities it's like masculine influences, online fitness culture has sometimes emphasized traditional masculine ideals of strength, muscle size, dominance. These images would and narratives can create unrealistic standards for men, pursuing them to conform to often unattainable male physiques. But here is what is so fascinating to me. When Arnold Schwarzenegger first started off, you know, being interested in bodybuilding, trying to develop a bodybuilder's aesthetic, which back then was seen as repulsive and repugnant, he used to line his walls with like all the different bodybuilding poses, which we now see in many, many gyms in probably a lot of fitness enthusiasts' rooms on phones. And his mother walked into his room. I love hearing this story in his autobiography, Total Recall. His mother walked into his room and had a heart attack and then went to the pastor, the priest, and was like, I think my son is gay because he has all these men all over his walls. It's it's interesting, you know, the shift in dynamic of what it means to look like a man. 
The constant exposure to images of hyper-masculine figures can lead to body dissatisfaction. And uh, I'll hold my hand up to that. I do remember so many years of hating my body because I didn't look like Christian Guzman or Ben Francis or Lex Fitness. I always wished I looked completely different because I felt I didn't look manly enough. And for the female influences, on the other hand, fitness culture often portrays feminine ideals of slimness and toning and an emphasis on appearance, which can contribute to body issues and dysmorphia as well. Low self-esteem for challenges for women, pushing them to engage in restrictive diets and over-exercising to achieve these standards. The pressure to be fit and to fit into these molds can create such an unhealthy relationship with food and exercise leading to disorders like anorexia and bulimia. It's crucial to recognize that the standards are often manipulated and curated in the online world. And real health encompasses not just the aesthetic. But there is positives. I know I've literally just like badgered down with all the really negative dark and gritty stuff but there is positives to be driven for the competitiveness fitness culture because online fitness can be fraught with unrealistic ideals but it's essential to acknowledge the positive aspects of cultivating a driven competitive culture through fitness motivation and accountability a healthy competition is good for us you know motivate individuals strive for your personal best whether it's in the gym or practicing in fitness challenges competition fosters accountability and encourages people to push past their limits community and support many fitness communities often provide valuable support networks goals and setting achievements set a fitness goal for yourself whether it's related to strength, endurance, or overall health, it is a powerful way to build discipline and perseverance. And take it one step further, be held accountable. Vex King, Stephen Bartlett, Mel Robbins, Brianna Weiss, they will all say make a public declaration. Be held accountable because other people will be watching you. Achieving these goals can boost self-esteem and mental resilience. Embrace diversity. Because online fitness world is gradually becoming more inclusive and celebrating a variety of body types and fitness levels because you don't have to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Nikki Blackladder to basically be seen as fit. This shift helps break the mental... Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Harmful stereotypes of and encourages an individual to embrace their own uniqueness and their own body type. I am a square. I will never be a Dorito, by which I mean I will never have a massively wide lats to make that Dorito shape. 
Sorry, I just had to add that in there. But like in conclusion, while online fitness culture can manipulate our perceptions of health and beauty, it also offers amazing, amazing opportunities for personal growth and motivation. Cultivating a driven mindset through personal fitness is a transformative journey. That it is. Um, like I've exemplified with individuals like David Goggins, uh, Brianna Weist, who've um, drawn upon their own life experiences, teaching and literary their works to demonstrate the profound benefits of their approach. So like David Goggins would often say, the uncommon mindset, you know, be freaking delusional, be freaking delulu. He embodied an uncommon mindset forged through physical fitness. Embracing the uncomfortable, he emphasizes true growth that happens when you step out of your comfort zone. And this is a big thing because as you step out of your comfort zone and you develop yourself and you become this new person, you're more driven, more self-aware, you will hold yourself to a higher standard. You're changing the reality you are in and the reality other people are in because you're changing from the person you were in their eyes to the new person. And they are either going to accept this development or reject it because you are changing the narrative in not only your own story but those around you but you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because as you grow growth is uncomfortable growth is about being uncomfortable you need to push yourself and encourage other individuals to face adversity head on in the gym or in life it's a mental toughness i mean ultra endurance events navy seal training goggins honed his mental toughness and he demonstrates that pushing your physical limits can be a catalyst of building resilience which can be applied to overcome all of life's challenges but setting ambitious fitness goals is a cornerstone you know practice initial discipline determination and focus Achieving these goals becomes a testament and one of inner strength. Self-mastery, Goggins' story in his book, like, Can't Hurt Me, wow, it illustrates how fitness can be a path of self-mastery. By conquering physical obstacles, he gained control over his own mind and life. Brianna Weist, her mindfulness and balance. The author known for her insightful writing on personal development and mindfulness, compliments Goggins in the approach that her focus on balance and self-compassion. She encourages individuals to approach fitness with mindfulness, emphasizing the importance of listening to your body, setting realistic goals, and not overextending yourself. The power of fitness means to connect with your body and your emotions. It's all about balance and self-care. In her oh, um, 101 essays that will change the way you think, she advocates the balance in life and she emphasizes that while striving for greatness is admirable, it's crucial to balance ambition with self-care and self-compassion. Embracing imperfections, she writes and promotes self-acceptance and recognition that perfection is not the goal. You have to encourage yourself to celebrate your progress and your imperfections along the way in a fitness journey, in any journey in life. Think of radical practitioners and a fusion of these two mindsets. So between Brianna and David, the fusion would be physical and mental. So combining mental toughness with resilience of Goggins 
And the mindfulness and compassion of vice, you know, individuals can develop a holistic approach to personal growth through fitness. You need to listen to your body, you know, pay attention to the physical and emotional well-being and achieving a sustainable success. You cannot drop 300 pounds and then say, that's it, I'm done for the rest of my life. Radical practitioners, you need to understand that success in fitness and life does not have a stop and it's not about extremes it's about being consistent and keeping up the momentum and sustainable progress because you have about 75 to 80 years to live this approach promotes long-term well-being let me say that again long-term well-being it's about embracing the discomfort setting meaningful goals and finding balance and self-compassion along the way i'm getting very uh, i'm getting very motivated and emotional talking about this like if i could reach through your headpiece right now and just like give you a hug and then a shake and then a smack and be like come on you can do it you can do it who is going to carry the boats who is going to carry the boats cultivating a driven mindset through personal fitness holistically agnostic hold my hand up i am but i would like to talk about the spirituality of it all personal let's further explore like the cultivation of a driven mindset through personal fitness to dive into the holistic approach advocated um, by brianna and by david drawing inspiration from vex king and wim hof vex king mindset and positivity again i have his book right here on my dashboard closer to love Cultivating a positive mindset, King encourages individuals to adopt a positive mindset in their fitness journey. And you need to have this positivity to help combat self-doubt because it will be there. And that is fuel to the fire as well. You need to be able to motivate yourself when needed to drive forward, especially when you think that you are caged in, you are boxed in, there is a wall in front of you with no door. You need to be able to push through the challenges You need to be able to resolve around the idea that self-love and self-belief is essential to success. If you do not believe in yourself, you cannot expect anyone else to believe for you. The thing is, you are living your life. No one else is going to live it for you. People will tell you how you should live your life, but you need to either accept that and go with them and let them basically point every which way direction you need to go, or you can try to live your own. You need to be filled with gratitude for everyday existence. Gratitude and mindfulness practice suggest that these techniques can enhance one's experience in the gym and foster a deeper connection with a physical and mental well-being. Wim Hof, I've, I've recently, for my birthday, I tried to buy a ice bath and have it installed and then I saw the price of it and I was like, oh, 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 no, my, my place does not have a tap outside. I'd be bringing buckets of water so we will go for another option and it's finally going to be here and i cannot wait to share all the i was going to say all the squeaks and screams but i cannot wait to share all the videos that i will be plaguing people with of me in my ice bath in the winter with like probably a little beanie on but Hoff's methodology through mental resilience and breath work incorporates a breakdown that means to build mental resilience Controlling one's breath, an individual can learn to manage discomfort, anxiety, and stress. Let me repeat that. Learning to breathe, you can learn 
to conquer your anxiety. It's a valuable skill. Hoff teaches, Hoff's teachings emphasize a profound connection between the mind and the body. A connection is especially relevant in fitness, which allows individuals to tap into their physical potential by mastering their mental states. Have you ever heard of hitting the wall when you're a runner? It's where you physically think you cannot go anymore, but it's all mental. There is a multidimensional mindset. If you were to think of holistic um, in, plus physical, because incorporating the teaching of like um, Wim Hof and Vex King and David Goggins and Brianna, you know, you have a four dimension right there. Positive and positivity and self-belief, mind, body, resilience, gratitude and balance. It's all about connecting the physical activity with the mental health. I, I just want to, yeah, I, I'd like to finish off with this to complete the exploration of profound connection between physical activity and mental health. Mel Robbins in her book, uh, Stop Saying You're Fine, would often talk about the power of just taking action. She introduces several principles that align with cultivation of a driven mindset through physical activity. Breaking the status quo often she argues that we often get stuck in routines and patterns and don't these don't serve us and it's complacency and when you can acknowledge and you are aware of the complacency you have the choice to make then like are you going to live in this sedentary lifestyle or are you going to try and break free from it and usually taking action is one of the more difficult options because it's going to put you in a state of discomfort it you need to disrupt the the status quo and spark a positive change her five second rule how many times have i talked about this freaking freaking rule the power boost mood and energy levels it is a powerful tool for managing stress anxiety and depression and okay five four three two one um straight after this i am going to do it the last clip for a piece of content that i want to put out that will probably not come out for at least a couple of weeks because I want to make as good a product as I can but essentially I want to throw myself into the lake yet again fully clothed um, for one like maybe five second stitch but again there is people everywhere on this lake and the anxiety is there the the stress of having people judge me the fact that my clothes are going to get destroyed I'm going to get destroyed I have like less than an hour because I also have to get to dance we'll do it 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 the reason why we came to the lake is to get this shot we need to get this shot action as a catalyst for change take action reinforce the idea of action include engaging physical activity this is the catalyst get up get active so if that means, you know, you need to go to the gym, you need to be in that space, you need the action of driving to the gym, then you're there and you can't waste the time because like, what's the point of driving to the gym and then just driving away or going for a run itself, exercise to break the mental barriers and build that discipline. The immediate impact of the five second rule can be applied to fitness and I often do it, you know, Jesus, yeah. Even today in the gym, I, I know there was at least five times when I was looking, looking at like the machine I was using. I was just like, I don't want to. I know I have one more set. I know I have three more sets. I just don't want to. You know, this is good enough. Five, four, three, two, push.
There is mental health benefits like regular exercise as supported by scientific research. And I, I don't even think I should need to mention this. The positive impacts that physical health has, the promotion of mental well-being. It can reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression, improve your sleep quality because you would be drained and enhance an overall cognitive function. In essence, it's a crucial role for taking action in our lives and physical activity is a prime example of how to do this. Prioritize fitness and make it consistent part of your routine isn't just for your physical health, but nurturing your mental and emotional well-being. By stopping the cycle of saying, I'm fine, and taking a proactive steps to engage in physical activity, you can cultivate the driven mindset. Embrace discomfort and forge an indomitable mindset. Like in the spirit of radical practitioners like David Goggins, we've journeyed through the depths of fitness culture and the manipulation of online ideals versus what an actual power of a driven mindset is and the transformative potential of physical activity on mental health. David would tell you, like, life is a crucible of challenges and it's not about running from discomfort but embracing it head on it's it's like a weight we lift in the gym adversity is a force that can either break us or shape us the gym isn't just a place to sculpt your body it's a battlefield for the mind it's where we confront our weaknesses push our limits and discover that we are far more capable than we would ever imagine In the face of manipulated ideals and societal pressures, you know, I urge you to define your own path, be unapologetically you, and let your journey be a testament to the resilience and your authenticity. As we conclude today's journey into the world of fitness, I want to take a moment to express my gratitude to you, dear friend, listener, every one of you for tuning in your dedication to seeking the best for you the best version of yourself and actively working on cultivating a stronger mindset is an inspiration remember the path of becoming the best version of yourself is a continuous one filled with challenges and triumphs in this journey let's not forget the power of gratitude being grateful for opportunities and challenges and lessons life has to offer as a vital part of building resilience and a driven mindset. So thank you for joining me here today, for your commitment to personal growth and for choosing to embrace discomfort and challenge yourself. Your journey is unique and together we'll continue to explore the many facets of mental and physical well-being. Whether our paths intersect or divide, We are all on a journey together. We are all going to stay driven, stay mindful, and stay motivated. And please don't forget the power that lies within you to live your best life. Thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for pushing past your limits. Until next time, keep striving for greatness. Now, we've come to the end of the podcast, so... I'm going to ask you for a little favor. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, like, comment, subscribe. Smash that bell icon. Hit that follow button so you will be informed when the next episode goes live. Thank you. Thank you for being here on this journey, mastering your mental health, boosting your physical fitness, and nurturing personal development. 
we explore these pathways to be better and to live a happier life. Share this with your friends and family so we can continue to build this incredible community of individuals committed to improving our well-being. Remember, it's not just about us. It's about all of us. Collectively creating a brighter, more fulfilled world. Together, we can redefine what is meant to thrive. So thank you for being a part of this journey with me. Walk in our individual paths. Though they might diverge, they might intertwine. Let's make a positive impact. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.